what are you creating in your life? What are you putting out there? And, and what are you doing to make sure that your story and your struggle is really shared with someone who can benefit from it? Welcome to the Fearless Happiness Podcast, where we showcase phenomenal individuals who have overcome serious traumas, life obstacles, and challenges to find their own path to fearless happiness. Listen as Max Naist invites guests from all around the world to share their experiences and spread strength, hope, and faith. This is the Fearless Happiness Podcast, and this is Max Naist. All right, everybody. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in this world. This is Max from the Fearless Happiness Podcast, and I have one of my favorite guests that I've had on here before come to return and grace us with his presence. Uh, he's got a lot to talk about, but Druby, uh, my friend Druby here has a lot to share. The first time he shared such amazing stuff and gave so much value to my audience, right? To, I mean, like this guy is the epitome of like, when you put your mind to something, you do it and you know, it's going to happen. You just got to put in the work, right? So now he's doing something a little bit different and, um, he's actually starting his own brand, um, if you haven't seen it on Facebook, it's famous by now. It's called Call the Damn Leads. But I have my friend here, Drewby Wilson, back for episode another episode. And we're going to talk about some really good stuff. So you know how I like to do it, Drewby. Introduce yourself to my audience. Tell them who you are, what it is you do now, and we'll get rocking yeah. and rolling. Well, man, Max, thank you so much for the kind introduction and the the words of of wisdom and, and really the opportunity to come back and provide value. So if, if you guys don't know me, my name is Drewby Wilson. I am the owner and founder of Call the Damn Leads. I am a sales professional and entrepreneur for two decades now. I've helped work with some major brands, some huge eight and nine figure business owners and uh, uh organizations across the country and around the world. And my main focus right now is really helping small business owners and sales professionals dial in on their sales and follow-up process. Because what I've really seen in the years is that a lot of great sales professionals are great at sales. They're not as great at staying organized and keeping everything in a tidy fashion. And when you're building a small business, one of the things I see a lot of times is that you're a great technician. You have a skill set. You can swing a hammer. You can, you know, paint a picture. There's something that you're really great at, but they don't teach you business when you go to school for those things, right? When you go to dentist school, they don't teach you to build a, a business. They teach you to be a dentist. So I love working with those small business owners and entrepreneurs and sales professionals that have an incredible skill set and know that they can scale it even farther with the right systems and processes. So that's really what we do. We we dial in those processes and help, you know, guys like you and, and other entrepreneurs really scale to that next level. You know, and you said something that just that hits home, right? I could be well, and you know what I'm trying to do, right? Like I can be the best recovery coach, counselor, you know, I'm I'm good at connecting with people and helping them get clean and sober. But when it comes to those processes, like you said, of getting organized, like I'm down on the list, right? And I'm learning. It's a learning process. But I think everybody, you're right, small or big in this thing we call entrepreneurship needs that, right? And I'm learning that as I go along and 
and build my processes and, and try to become better at what I do, not only in the area where I, I believe I'm the expert, but I got to learn, right? Because right now I'm just a business of one, right? But I still, you know, have to learn that, right? And, and thank God I have a friend like I could go, hey, Drewby, I got some questions for you. And because I got to tell you, everybody, like if, if you ever needed help, Juby's the kind of guy that will stop what he's doing and he'll help you figure out what you need to do. He's been like that since I've been a part of Apex. And I know he'll continue to be like that even as he continues on his own journey, doing his own thing and and building his empire for his family. Um, right. Like when we talked the first time, Juby, right, we, we talked about where you came from, like the insurance, right, kicking up. You know, Ryan Stewman says, hey, I, you know, come over here and do this. You leave your family back in Ohio. I mean, this is a gentleman, you guys, you got to understand that did. He took chances. He took the risks. Like we hear about some of the big people we know in business, right, that talk about if you don't take risks, you're not going to grow, right? And, and, and But you know, and I know because we're family men, those kind of risks are scary. So now you're doing it again. You know what I mean? Like you're doing it in a bigger, tell my audience like what that challenge is like for you. Like, what did you go to Kayla and go, Hey, Kayla, look, I I'm leaving apex. I'm going to, you know, I, I, when, when I saw the post, <laughs> right. I, I saw the look that she might've gave you the first time you did that. Maybe even like give, give you a side, you know, that sideways look like what you're doing this again. But I know that she's seen you work your butt off, so she's probably like, okay, I got your back. So how did that go, though? What was that challenge like? You know, man, first and foremost, shout out to my wife, Kayla. She has been the ultimate support role like in my entire entrepreneurial journey. Anything that I've ever gone through, dealt with... You know, she has been there to support me, whether we're in a good place or not. You know, and, and entrepreneurship is a journey that has a lot of ups and downs personally and professionally. I'm <clears throat> blessed by the grace of God that she has always been there to support me and pour into me and, and be here for me and had that belief in me to say, you know, Max, five years ago when I left the insurance industry, I was making, you know, $30,000, $40,000 a year. Like I was a normal average American salary. And I decided mm -hmm. I want more out of life. And, and I had to take that risk because at the time I had just bought a house. You know, my son was only two, three years old. He was just a baby at the time. And for all intents and purposes, like I grew up not having a whole lot. So to be making 40 grand a year was something pretty amazing. And, you know, fast forward five years, I've spent the last five years really, I mean, just day in and day out, living, breathing, growing personal development and entrepreneurship, sales, marketing, everything business. I've been so lucky to have a mentor and a community that have poured into me and, and shown me what's possible that, you know, I've been able to build multiple brands. I've got called the damn leads. I've got closer memes. There's a lot of little moving parts to what I've built. And what's really amazing is being blessed with an opportunity to go out and grow that and show as an example of what's possible. You know, one of the things that I've seen, you know, people talk about is when you work with a, a mentor for a certain period of time, there, there comes a point where you have to continue growing. And, you know, uh, I think it was maybe Sean Whalen or somebody said on Ryan's post, like, hey, if a coach or a mentor keeps you forever, they're not doing their job. 
And so, you know, the opportunity for me to have come in and work closely with Ryan and Apex and, and I'll continue to just nothing but love and appreciation for everything that I've, I've built and grown there and, and will continue to do so. Um, but to go on and to continue building an example for myself, taking this next risk, I mean, shoot, I'm walking away from a multi, multi, multi six figure position in a multi, you know, a multi eight figure company. Right. To start over in a new brand on a new journey with something because I have that belief in myself. I have that that fearlessness of knowing, hey, could it go bad? Sure. But what could happen if everything goes right? What could happen if we pour into this thing and that that download from God that said, hey, Drewby, this is the thing. You need to go do this. What if that goes swimmingly? What if it's everything we ever wanted it to be? Like, I have to go and explore that opportunity and the fact that I've been able to <clears throat> be a part of a community and have a support system like Kayla, like Apex, like yourself, all the amazing humans that I've been able to build a relationship with. It's what allows me to say, you know what? Hey, five years ago, I walked away from thirty to $40,000 a year, and that was terrifying. This time, I'm walking away from 10 times that amount, literally, right. to start over and, and see what happens. And, and my thought is... Hey man, five years from now, maybe I'll walk away from 10 times this amount. What could that look like? Several million, maybe it's like I'm walking away from multi-millions of dollars to the next opportunity because that is what growth really looks like is, is reaching a plateau, hitting your goal, reassessing and saying, okay, I'm not dead. You know, what's what's the next move? Where are we going from here? And sometimes in life, we're we're we see things or we have experiences that open us up to a new possibility. And one of the things that we experienced and kind of helped us decide to take this journey was, you know, we bought a camper at the beginning of the year and we started traveling and camping and enjoying the sites and seeing all of that and realizing, you know, hey, we are blessed with this amazing country that we can go and see and experience and all of this history and and, and things that we can learn. Why not explore that? We're in a position in our life to be able to create that sort of lifestyle that's what we've worked for. Everything that we've spent five years pouring into and, and really learning and, and experiencing and struggling through and having the wins is so that we can go and take the next journey and share that with anyone who's a part of our, our community and who wants to have a journey like that. Because again, man, five years ago, I was kind of overweight, not really sure. And I said, well, I'm going to go and, and start this. Now I've got 10 times the confidence and who knows what's possible from here. Right. Well, I want to step back a little bit. You just said I was kind of overweight. People got to look at his pictures, his before <laughs> and after. He's uh, he's being a little humble here and, and this man, but he does work in all areas of his life. And that's why I've connected with Drewby on all kinds of levels. Right. And I know when I went to my first Apex, you know, we didn't get a chance to really talk because you guys busy, but we got to say hi and hug. And but this man puts in, you know, every time everything he talks about, everybody is he puts into action, right? And, and you know, Drewby, right? Being an entrepreneur is not for the faint of heart, right? So you got to be healthy. You got to be spiritually healthy. You got to be, you know, physically healthy. Um, and, and we talked about this before, but like a lot of people don't know what you do. Like this guy can go on rides on his bike for not just five miles, 10 miles. This guy is doing hundred mile bike rides, right? Um, and my point is, is if you're going to be an entrepreneur or anything in your life, right? I think like the things we've learned, right? Being, 
you know, working on gratitude, our, our genetics, uh, finances, and, and then the people we surround ourselves with, right? Because I heard something on a podcast from Andy Frisella, right? And, and you're, you're telling, you're, I could see it in your face, right? It's the same thing. People that want to be successful and are, are successful are never satisfied. They don't just sit and settle and go, okay, I've reached this point, I'm done right? It's always on to the next level, right? So they're never sitting still. Um, so tell the audience about like how that has worked in your life, right? Because like I've seen pictures of Juby when he was in the insurance, he could have easily just settled and, you know, been that guy that does the nine to five for his family, you know, but he, he wanted more. What does it take? I guess what I'm getting at is Juby, like, what did it take for you to go? I want more. And then put that plan into action because people need to understand that being an entrepreneur is it's a, it's a, yeah, it's not for the faint of heart, right? You got to be willing to do some work and do it all the time. There's no, yeah, we get breaks and I loved your, I saw your fifth. It's awesome, right? That's what I, I got a little one for me and my wife. I, that's our plan for the next couple of years is go travel. Right. Cause I can take my work anywhere I go. So it's like, yeah, you know what I mean? So tell the audience about those struggles you went through those challenges and how you just kept going one foot in front of the other, overcoming everyone that came your way. You know, man, at, at one point in my life, I weighed over 300 pounds. So I'm about six one. So I'm, I'm a bigger guy in general. Um, and at one point I tipped about 300, 315 pounds and it was, not a fun feeling and you know at, at my biggest i was 315 and i remember very vividly having a conversation <clears throat> there's two conversations one was with my wife and she was saying you know hey i love you and and i'm, I'm always going to love you but you know we got to get ourselves together we're not we're not looking in our best we're not feeling our best like there there's some things that we can do to improve and you know there there was some truth to that for sure because even though we were both on that journey together and loved each other, there's still a level of, you know, attraction to work ethic. It's not even the physical side as much, but like the work ethic and the, the effort that you put in is very, very important to your spouse, to your significant other, and really just to your kids, anyone that you're setting an example for. And the other one was a conversation with someone who was saying, you know, listen, man, you're working hard. Cause I was grinding in insurance. I was successful in insurance. I was one of the top producers in my market. I was, you know, like doing relatively well. And the guy's like, Hey man, how would it feel if you had to sit up in heaven and watch down as someone else got to sleep in your bed with your wife and raise your kid with your money because you didn't make the time to take care of yourself. And you had a fucking heart attack at 30 something years old. I'm like what a gut punch. Well, yeah, that's me, a big man. one. All right. Like, <laughs> right. That's a big I, one. <laughs> I've been working hard. What are you talking about? But the truth is I was working hard on the things that I thought were important and not the things that were actually important. Right. Yeah. Building a business is important. Making money is important. But here's the thing. It's it's a long game that we're playing. Nobody has this day of like, you know what? On December 12, 2027, I'm out. That's just the end of it. Call it a day. Like until then, right. chill mode. No, like we don't know. You're not guaranteed the next 24 hours. So we have to stop operating in this mentality that there's an unlimited amount of time to go and get the thing that we want. And we reverse it and start realizing that 
if you truly knew what your value of your time was, you'd stop wasting it. Right. And, and the, the way that I always like to approach this when I'm sharing this from the stage is, you know, I like to hit them with that hard hitting question. Like, what do you, what would you do if you had to sit up in heaven and watch this? Right. Like, it kind of makes you sick to think of it. And then when I, I pair that with, okay, cool. Now let's look at what your time is truly worth and what you're giving it away for. And, and the equation that I use is let's say you want to work a normal schedule right let's how much money did you make last year just think about it in your mind get that number like how much did you take home you know like before taxes and all that like just what was your gross income last year right and then take that number and divide it by 2000 and here's why if you were to work a typical 40-hour work week 50 weeks in a year with a two-week vacation 40 hours times 50 weeks is 2000 hours so for easy numbers, if you made a hundred grand last year and you divide that by two thousand, your time was worth fifty dollars an hour. That's not bad. I mean, that's pretty good money. I mean, I grew up thinking ten bucks an hour, fifteen bucks an hour was what we would make ever. And if we ever got like a factory job, maybe twenty-five or thirty. Right. right. So like to make fifty is all right, cool. But if you knew you only had twenty-four hours left to live, and I came to you and said, "Hey, man, here's a crispy fifty. I need you to roll with me for the next hour." What are you gonna say? you're gonna yeah. no man hell no yeah. like it's like no it's out of like, here we just, yeah no 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 I got 24 hours i got shit to do my time's worth way more than that right and there may be a number right you're like man 24 hours left to live give me a million you can do whatever you want with me right there's a number somewhere there where you're like okay i'm i'm gonna do whatever it takes for this million because you start to see where that value can go Right. It's not about the time. At that point, you're not thinking, okay, well, if I exchange this time for this value, then that value can be exchanged back to my family, to the people I care about, to the things that matter. So when you start approaching your day with, hey, what value am I extracting from this hour? You start to think a little bit more intentionally about it because let's be honest, again, nobody's guaranteed another 24, 36, 72 hours. We don't know. Right. And yet we operate in this mentality that we've got an unlimited amount of it and we can just go and get more whenever we need. But that's not the truth. Right. So when I think back to, you know, Drewby at 300 plus pounds, I didn't feel good about myself. I didn't have the same level of confidence. And I knew that the only way to truly make a difference and a change in my life was to make it the first thing I did every day, which is why I have to get up at 4 a.m. every day, why I have a routine that I stick with seven days a week. Because if I don't do it, I know what will happen. I mean, you're in the addiction game. You understand that it's really easy to backslide and to fall off of the wagon by just making one decision to not do the thing that you've done every single day from the day you made that decision. Yeah, right? It's like, absolutely. hey, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to touch the stuff ever again. And then in, part of that is like, I'm not even going to go around people that are touching the stuff. And then you backslide and you're like, well, I'm going to go hang out with Johnny because... You know, I like Johnny. He's all right. And as long as he's not doing it, it's cool. Right. And then right. you're hanging out with Johnny and he's like, well, hey, man, I'll be back. I'm going to I know you're not doing it anymore, but I'm going to go do it. And you're like, ah, fuck it. I'm here. Let's go. Right. And then and all of a sudden, all of that hard work is gone. Yeah. Same thing applies in my life. And that's how I think about it, man. If I don't get up and do the thing, I'm backsliding and push, potentially putting myself in a position to be who I wasn't proud of. And that's not what I want out of life. Right. Exactly. Right. And. and I can liken it to my recovery, right? Because I, I don't have over 20 years clean and sober because I quit doing the things 
that got me there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and it's same with work or, or entrepreneurship, right? If I'm going to be successful, I got to follow what like Drewby does, right? Like I got to set a routine. My wife and I started working out. We're at the gym at 630 every morning, right? Because we're, we're getting early. Uh, I'm getting to be 56 this year in March. Uh, you know what I mean? We're not getting younger. We got a bunch of grandkids and right. I want to be that active grandparent. I don't want to be the grandparent that, you know, has to call my grandson. Hey, grandson, will you bring me the, can you grab me the remote over there? Cause, cause grandpa doesn't want to get up. Right. <laughs> but, um, for me, recovery and life are parallel and entrepreneurship, right? If I stop doing the things that people have taught me to do that are going to help me be successful, right? I get to tweak it what works for me, right? But you're right. I'm going to black uh, backslide. And, you know, it's like not uh, going to AA for me, right? If I go, I don't need to go to that meeting. I'll go to the next one. And then that day comes around and I go, you know what? I did all right without a meeting. I'm going to do the next thing. Drew, he's like, hey, everybody, have you guys seen Max? He kind of disappeared. Oh, guess what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went to he went to John's house, right? And guess what happened? Um, but that's like life, right? If if we want to be successful in whatever it is that we're doing, right? We got to do work. We got to put in the work, right? That I like to call. I like to um, you know put my um, add to the bucket where I'm going to be. When I get up to heaven, right, God's going to start pulling. It's going to be heavier in that bucket where he goes, oh, he did this. Okay, he did that. Like the book of life, right? All the good stuff is more than, yeah, well, he's had a couple, so we can let him slide, right? But if it was the opposite way, he might be, well, I don't think we can let you in, right? (laughs) Uh, The archangel Michael won't let us in the pearly gates, right? Go ahead. Sorry, Drewby. Well, no, you're good. And and you're absolutely right. I, I love that bucket theory, and it kind of comes back to time. And I, I have this thing I call the four sixes. And it's it's kind of my mindset and mentality around time. And, and it's my time is money mindset. So when you think about life, I talk about the 24 hours that we have, right? And in life, there's really a few things that are really, really important that we focus on on a daily basis. Number one is sleep. We all sleep every single day. Like we don't have a choice. You can only go so far without sleep or you will literally die. Right. So sleep is kind of that thing. And then you've got, you know, your family, your relationships. Those are always like prime. And and for most entrepreneurs, the cliche thing is, oh, I'm doing it to build a legacy. I'm doing it for my family. My family is my why. And I love it and I respect it. And my, you know, my son is out there building Legos and my wife is getting ready to start dinner for us. And I cannot wait to finish this podcast so that I can go and enjoy that time with them. Right. Right. So we've got sleep, we've got family and we've got our business because we know we got to work. We we know we got to make money. We got to put food on the table. Like most of us are providers. So we have this responsibility, this duty to show up and do what we do. And then the last thing is ourselves. And this is where most people have it messed up, Max, because if you've ever taken a plane ride, the first thing they tell you in the safety brief is put your own oxygen mask on first. Because if you can't take care of yourself first, you're literally a burden on everyone around you. You're actually a hazard. And yet, so many people I meet and and work with are going through life with the mentality of business first, 
then fill in the family with whatever time is left, and then I'll get to me later. Right. And what happens? Later never they burn comes. Out. Yep. They get addicted. They start looking for ways to fill the gap. Their family starts asking, like, why are you always doing this instead of here with us? And, and it just creates this whole cycle of just destruction. And, and, you know, again, if you can't take care of yourself, how can you be the best parent? How can you be the best spouse? How can you be the best employee or business owner or operator? Whatever that role or hat that you're wearing at the time, if you're not in your best version of yourself, how can you be the best version of that? So when you think about it, if there's four areas in life that matter and there's 24 hours in a day, well, you break 24 divided by four is six. There's six hours in four sections of the day. And what I know is that if you've ever spent six hours doing something that you really love and that you're really excited or passionate about, it goes like this. Yeah, quickly. Very quickly. And you can also get a lot of things done in a very focused and intentional six hours. If you've ever had a project where you're like, oh, I'm going to lock in, I'm going to put my headphones on, I'm going to get to work. And you you look up and you're like, damn, this been, I've been working at this thing all day. I haven't eaten. I haven't gone to the bathroom. Like, yeah. shit, I, I filled this cup at 9 a.m. and it's still three quarters full. It's 6 p.m. Like, holy, that it happens when you're passionate and intentional. Right. So, so what if you went into every single day thinking, hey, I'm going to spend six hours on sleep. I'm going to spend six hours on my family and relationships. I'm going to spend six hours on my business. But most importantly, I'm going to take six hours for me. Because I know that if I can't show up and be healthy and have a good mindset and be in the best shape of my life, I can't do for the other three areas. So... This four sixes strategy that I work on is is really all about breaking your day down into chunks of you know 30 minutes or an hour and saying, cool, these are the four areas that are important: sleep, me, my family, and then my business. Right. I know that sounds kind of crazy and counterintuitive, but if you are good and your family is good and supportive, you will do well in your business. It's just a a way that life kind of has this this weird thing that goes about it. And so I just hope that anyone who's listening that's been struggling with like, I'm I'm at work, but I feel like I should be at home. I'm at home, but I feel like I should be working. It's because you're you're not being intentional with the time when you're in those seasons. So every single day looking at your calendar and going, cool, what six hours am I putting into my business today? What six hours am I putting into myself? And what six hours am I putting into my family? And then you get really crazy like me and you schedule it out. So that's like, cool, at 4 a.m., my alarm goes off. And from 4 to 4.30, that's me time where I read, meditate, and I get myself together. And then from 4.30 to 6.30, that's my workout time. And that's when I go and I work out and I get my health and my mindset in order. And then from 6.30 to 8.30, that's family time. We have breakfast. We start our day. We do all the things. I take my son to school. I meet with my wife. We talk about what we're going to do. From 8.30 to 4.30, that's work time. There's my six hours of work day, right? Right. And after that, well, okay, 4.30 to 8.30, that's family time. Then I got a little time for me to close out my day. And then it's 10 o'clock and my day's over. Right. All right, back to sleep so I can do this one more time. Because at 4 4 a.m., that alarm's going off. That's six hours, like clockwork every single day. And it's not always perfect. And some days you take a little time from you to, to put over here. You take a little time from this to put here. But when you're intentional and you track these things and you're really serious about it, 
mean, again, I left thirty to forty thousand dollars a year five years ago. I got really serious about all this. I've intentionally yeah. put all this into place and done it over and over and over. And this time I walked from ten times that because of the routine, because of the the intentionality of my life. That's what gave me the confidence to go and do this. And so I hope that whoever's listening is like, I need to get my stuff in order and get my time dialed in because I want more out of life too. Right. And see, and that's why everybody, I brought Drewby back, right? Because I really didn't touch on that with him last time, but I knew he had like this routine, his intentional routine throughout his day, what he stuck by no matter what. And you heard it, right? Like, and, and people in recovery will understand this, right? There is a selfish part of recovery, right? Because if I don't take care of me, right, and do the things I need to do to stay sober, then I can't be that helper or go help somebody else get sober, right? Because I'll be like that guy on the plane who forgot to take the, put the oxygen mask and everybody's looking while well, he just passed out. Well, shit, you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. But if you heard him, everybody, see the intentionality of how he goes about his day, right? All of us are capable of that. And that's why I put this podcast together. And this is why I bring the guests on that I bring on, like Drewby, right? Because they have a routine. And yeah, he's not saying you got to be perfect, like every minute this happens, this happens. But if you if you stick to a routine, that's something you know where you take care. Okay, sleep is that's universal for all of us, right? And I've been there. Well, you know, drug induced, no sleep is not fun, right? And thought I was going to die. But you're right. Like I, I'm in bed at a certain time because I know I get up early because my morning times is my prayer, meditation, get ready to go work out and, and do what I got to do before every because I love the quiet of the morning by myself and everybody's sleeping, right? I'm watching the sun come up. It, it just shows me. Like when I'm having those moments and looking out my window and I see the sun coming up, right? And I go, okay, there's God, right? Telling me he's there for me, right? And that's my chance to not only listen to him, but talk to him and then kind of plan my day. Like this is what I got to do, right? And I got to stick to the plan. And so Drewby, what, like, it's not easy. Some people, right? But you've been surrounded and you've been in contact with people that have proven this kind of work ethic, this kind of process in their life works right because they're i like to say you know very rich and very successful but some of the ones that i've met like through apex are very humble and they're like you they have a routine right they take care of themselves they make sure they take care of their families and, and then they have this intentional way they go out throughout their day to make sure but i want the the audience to understand if you missed it, he says he writes it, he schedules this stuff out. I know people like Drewby, right? I cannot just call them and expect them to pick up the phone because if I'm not on their their schedule for that day, right? Because they might have a busy day, I might not get the that, you know, I'm gonna get the voicemail. And I understand that now becoming a business owner and having to make sure my time is spent wisely, right? And I even know what's a great point. You know, I mean, I know um, one person that says even texting their kids sometimes throughout, if it's not scheduled, he won't text them back. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a, a line for me, right? One of the things that I really, truly believe that's made me successful is rapid response. If someone's reaching out to me and I have an ability to try to respond, I try to do so as quickly as possible. If you there, There's no reason to leave something undone if not necessary. One of the things that I've really focused on is closing loops. So in life, 
what you find a lot of times is that you feel unfulfilled unfinished like there's just so much to do it's because you're not closing the loop there's lots of little things that you're leaving unfinished which is why your mind constantly feels like there's so much more to do because you're not completing a task before moving to the next one and a lot of times it starts with the stuff in our own house it's like hey i woke up and i did all the things and i didn't make my bed today and that one thing literally like throws you for a loop the entire day and you're just like ah, fuck it. i didn't make my bed and now i like didn't do this other thing and so like that unclosed loop just causes a, a, a traffic jam in your mind so getting intentional about trying to close the loop out in that time frame and then moving to the next thing is how you eliminate that confusion it's how you eliminate that overwhelm and again what you said about intentionality of time i mean i didn't I didn't come up with this idea myself. I've literally watched other very, very successful entrepreneurs and modeled how they built their day and said, all right, well, here's what I like about this one. And here's what I like about this one. And this one, I really don't like, except for that one little thing. Like, how can I take that thing and implement it over here? And one of my favorite books is called Steal Like an Artist. It's by a guy named Austin Kleon. And the whole premise is the simplification that there's nothing new in life there's really no like proprietary new strategy there's no super secret sauce it's just a combination of things that exist that create a uniqueness for that specific thing and so in your journey of entrepreneurship in your journey of sales and and you know life in general it's okay to take ideas and topics and and strategies from other people and use them that's why they share that's why you created this podcast max because you know that at some point someone listening somewhere will hear something that that they can use and they'll implement it and it will change their life and we may never know that person we may never meet them we may never even have an idea of what they've done and yet we can still believe in our heart of hearts that what we're doing is serving the community and it's making a difference. So that's why I'm so heavy about it because, you know, my mother-in-law hit me with a, Hey, Drewby, you've done 900 podcast episodes for your crushing the day podcast on top of another 180, we are apex episodes and another hundred apex spotlights and all of these, you know, guest appearances, you have literally thousands of hours of content that exists. How lucky is your son that if something were to happen to you, he has all of these words of wisdom and all of this knowledge that he can go back and hear and, and, and extract to continue growing and changing his life. And so that's one of the things that really hit me with this decision to go all in on call the damn leads was, you know, when I look back and I, I see all of these opportunities and I see these things that have, have been put in my place by God as a way to, to move forward and to create that legacy, I sit and I think, okay, well, I've done all these podcasts. I've created all this content. I've written three books and I have the fourth one coming. It's called call the damn leads. Go figure that's going to be coming out <laughs> in the next I don't know, 30 or so days, depending on when this one drops. So make sure you go check me out, call the damn leads.com. I'll have it on there, signed, ready to go for you. Um, but think like, what are you creating in your life? What are you putting out there? And, and what are you doing to make sure that your story and your struggle is really 
shared with someone who can benefit from it. And and Max, I, I really just am so grateful and appreciative of you continuing to show up and continuing to do this show for over a hundred episodes now, because again, there's thousands and thousands of people who've listened to this. And at least one of them has gone on to make some change in their life, which creates a ripple effect for time. And now because of the one thing that you said or your guest said, and that you were willing to put out there online, someone in the future's life is completely different. The timeline has changed. And man, there's just, there's something about that for me that just gets me really excited and why I want to take so much time to keep pouring in and being on shows like this and, and getting my story out there. Because again, I grew up single mom, you know, she, she, I take that back. My mom and dad were together and apart a lot as a kid. And then they fought and then they split. And you know, that whole story again, go read my book, crushing the day for that. But I didn't have the greatest upbringing. I didn't have the worst upbringing, but I went through some shit like you and and everybody else is listening to this. We've been through some shit and, and we've experienced that and we've decided, Hey, I'm going to take that story and I'm going to take those lessons and I'm going to share it with the people around me that that I care about, whether it's your kids or your spouse or your friends or the people you meet in meetings. You're going to say, well, here's my experience. Here's where I fucked up. Here's here's what you can learn from that. And hopefully you don't make those same mistakes as me because time is our most valuable asset. You can't buy it. You can't win it in a poker tournament. Right. Nobody gets a card full of it on their birthday. You can't shoot up a whole syringe full of it. It's just <laughs> not the way it works. Right. So when you start valuing it and you're intentional about it and you start thinking, hey, what am I doing with my time to create a bigger return on that investment? It's a game changer in life, Max. And I just don't know any other way to explain it. No. And you explained it perfectly, right? Because you have Deuter, you have your wife, right? You want to leave a legacy, right? So I've stepped into grandparenthood now, right? Like three of my stepkids all had girls last year right so that puts me Ooh. at 10 grandkids right total um, that's off to you my friend <laughs> so i mean and, and this is another reason this is another reason i started this podcast right and we all know we're all not perfect right but my kids are going to understand that i cared right my grandkids are going to be able to go back like you said to a podcast and go wow look what grandpa did with with Drewby on this right listen to what they talked about right and he lived it Right. So it's I might, you know what I mean? Like we want to leave these legacies and and show people that success can be attained. Right. Whatever success looks like for them. But there, I think there's a right way and there's a wrong way to do it. Right. And I choose to surround myself with guys like you that show me the right way to do it. You know what I mean? And and teach me. Right. I, I'm an old dog, but I'm willing to learn new tricks. Right. And but I don't feel old. I'm, I'm just I'm getting there. Um, but you know what I mean? But that's what keeps me young is being around guys like you, um, and other guys like yourself that are always, I want to say grind, but not like grind, like they're, they're wearing themselves out. It's because they're go-givers and they, they give and they show people, if you want something, this is what I did. This is how I did it. Right. They're not keeping a secret like, oh, you know, it's an, I don't know if you ever remember, uh. Uh, this commercial, right? They would people would get their clothes from this cleaner commercial, right? And it, oh, it's so soft and smells good. And the guy would go, "Ancient Chinese secret," right? And his wife would come out and go, "No, <laughs> what do you mean? It's not an ancient." You know what I mean? And, and this is why you know, I love. <laughs> go ahead. I was going to say, but this is why I love I gonna... doing this podcast because I get to hear everybody's secret sauce. You know what I mean? 
Well, and that's the thing is, is there's no secret sauce. It's just right. a, a series of routines and systems and processes that we develop as humans that allow us to achieve extraordinary things. So anyone who's wanting more out of, you know, a, a relationship or themselves or a business or a hobby, all it takes is a little more effort and a little more intentionality and recognizing that to become a master of it, it takes 10,000 hours. That is like a statistical mathematics. You can't argue with it. It takes 10,000 hours. So do you want to be a master in your relationship? Spend 10,000 hours working on your relationship. You want to be a master in business? Spend 10,000 hours on your business. Understand, though, that that time, you can't speed it up. Like right. you can't hit fast forward, right? It's not right. click. You can't just hit fast forward. But right. And if you did, you'd realize just like the movie, spoiler alert, you don't learn the lessons that you need to learn in order to maintain the success that you get when you get there. Right. So speeding through these situations isn't going to help you. Living in the past where you can't make any changes isn't going to help you. So focus on now, focus on what you can get done, close those loops and just keep knocking the tasks off, man. Because I promise you, if you just keep getting things done, the results will show up. Right. Yeah. Cause there's no hack. I mean, you always see them, you know, social media, those ones that always there's this hack, right? Well, the hack is just doing the work and, and, and working at it and keep going and, Right. You're going to fail. You're going to get knocked down. You just got to get back up and you got to learn that lesson so that you don't do it again and just keep moving forward. Right. And and this is why I love our conversation so much. But now we're at the time that I get to like to answer the question and see if they changed for you since the last time we talked. But, you know, I wrote a book. Right. You see it over there. Um, yeah, buddy. So fearless. Now, what does it mean to you now going into your own thing? What does fearless mean to you now, Drewby, and how does that show up in your life? So I have a quote tattooed on my leg. You can't see it here, but it says, beware, for I am fearless, therefore powerful. And it is a quote from Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, which I also have Frankenstein's monster tattooed on the back of my leg and his castle on the other side, all wrapped around with this quote. And to me, Fearlessness, being fearless, is a willingness to go and do the work no matter what. That's it. You know, whatever the outcome could be, good, bad, ugly, indifferent, fearless is showing up and doing the thing that you do, the best that you do, no matter what result you get, and knowing that if you do it, you're going to get the result you want most of the time. All right. That's why I love... Uh... I love that, Drewby, because it reminds me of um, the quote by Mike Tyson, right? Like, everybody's got a plan until they get punched in the face, right? And being an entrepreneur, you're going to get punched in the face a couple times, right? Where you just go, uh, that hurt. Okay, what do I yep. do now? <laughs> right? And Drewby just said it, right? Just doing the work no matter what. No, Because we don't know. I like what you always say, right? there. We don't know the outcome. We don't know how much time we got. But if we just keep our focus on what we're doing, I like I love practicing mindfulness, right? Being present and in the moment. And, and it's helped me focus better on my business and, and my family and and doing the things I need to do. And and it just you just reminded me, right? It's like I don't have to worry about the results. Here's the thing that I've learned in my recovery, right? And this maybe makes sense to you, but I leave, I do the footwork and God handles the results. And usually when I do it that way. 
it turns out better than I could have hoped for. Right. But when I'm holding on to something, you know, like, Hey, I'm going to, you know, I'm kicking you out of the seat, God, and I'm going to take over. Right. I usually end up crashing into a wall, but what you just said is a reminder for me. And hopefully my audience is just do the footwork, just do the work. And it's going to turn out probably way better than you could have hoped for. So thank you for sharing that, Drewby. Of course. Next one. Right. And it's been a while. So happiness with the why, knowing I put the why in there. What does that mean to you? And how does that show up in your life? Happiness to me is opening up the door of the camper and seeing that sunrise, man. Um, (laughs) That has really been the the embrace of this year, 2023. We're closing it out. We're coming up on, you know, New Year's 2024 here soon. And for me, happiness this year has been time with my family traveling and enjoying the world that we're blessed with you know we our family has always made a point to go out and adventure and to see and to do and really leaning in and embracing that has allowed us to have experiences that they're kind of hard to express you know going to the the largest sinkhole and tallest waterfall in florida and getting to spend the night there and, and check that out and then getting to go and wake up on the beach and see manatees and dolphins playing while we're drinking our coffee. There's happiness is is being able to wake up and know that you're in the place that you're supposed to be. Right. I love that. Right. That's why I like when I wake up and I look over at my wife, I always get a smile because I go, I know I'm supposed to be waking up right here, right now. You know what I mean? Come on. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's right. Cool. Man, this has been such a, and as I knew it would, and I know everybody out there is just cheering us on. This has been a great, great episode, Drewby. Thank you so much for coming. But as you know, I could ask, so if people want to work with you, now that you've got your own thing going, how can they get a hold of you? And if they just, if they want to answer, you know, ask you questions, how could they get a hold of you? Yeah, absolutely. So the easiest way to find me, I'm on social media everywhere at Drewby Rides. You can also go to calltodamnleads.com. I've got plenty of opportunities where you can plug in, send me a message. I have a Call the Damn Leads show. So anyone that has crazy sales stories or wants to come in and talk about their journey in sales and and what they've been through, if you go to calltodamnleads.com forward slash podcast, I have a whole uh, page where you can tell me about your story and yourself, and I'd love to bring you on and share your story. Max, can't wait to bring you on and onto my show and return the favor of, of you know, creating amazing value and helping people because, hey, man, sales is a, an industry ripe with addiction. So I know there's going to be some amazing value that you can share and some things that you work with guys on and, and bring that to the show and probably a couple of crazy stories from your time in the game <laughs> as well. And and again, man, more than anything, I, I really just want to thank you, Max, for the opportunity. I want to thank the listener for tuning in and hearing me ramble on for the last 60 minutes, dang near. And, and I really just hope that wherever you are in your life, take that next step. Be willing to go all in on yourself. Be willing to do the work and know that whatever result you're getting is only serving to move you toward the result that you're ultimately destined for. Sometimes you have to go through situations and struggles so that you can learn. And sometimes you have to have that that experience so that you can understand when you get to the next major life event, how to handle it, how to react and how to maintain so that you can continue the growth path that you're on. So, man, that's Matt, that's, that's all I got, bro. I'm just so excited to be here and so grateful. 
Oh man, the honor's all mine, Drewby. And I can't wait to be on your show. That that'll be that'll be a lot of fun. Um, so you heard everybody. That's how you can reach Drewby. But there's one thing I've changed since we were on the first time. I've added a question that I asked. Come on. You're 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 not off the hook yet. So I have one last question that I ask all my guests now. So Drewby, what is the one piece of advice you could give my audience to help them become better human beings and become better people? One piece of advice to become a better human being and a better person is to value your time so that others will value your time as well. Love it. Love it. Love it. You heard him, everybody, right? If Drewby made you laugh, if he made you smile, if he made you think, if he taught you anything, and you know, my my go-to, if he made you go, hmm, please go to iTunes and leave a five-star review so more people can catch the show. And then until next time, are you tired of being weighed down by life's traumas and struggles? Join the fearless happiness lifestyle and let us guide you toward a brighter future. Explore past podcast episodes and get a copy of the fearless happiness book to ignite your inner strength. If you or someone you love is battling addiction or facing challenges related to unresolved trauma, know that we are here for you. Visit maxnates.org. M-A-X-N-I-J-S-T dot O-R-G and take the first steps toward finding your fearless happiness. Thank you for listening. This has been a production of Fearless Happiness.